Welcome to Tell Me More Live, the recorded version of our live storytelling night at the Push Comedy Theater in Norfolk, Virginia. In this recording... So this next storyteller coming up, this, I believe, is her seventh time doing the show. And so at this point, she's pretty much an institution. You guys, if you've been to one of these, you've probably seen her before just by probability. Give her a round of applause. Harvest Belante! So I am not a goo-goo-gaga sort of person. Um, By that I mean I I do not have the gene that reduces both women and men alike to puddles of mush on the floor when they encounter like, you know, a picture of your baby or your dog or your cat or chinchilla or whatever whatever else you want to pop up on Facebook. I've kind of never had that particular gene. Um, I'm also a person that lives at the oceanfront, has a very busy social life, um, has been single my entire life, very busy professional life. So kind of these two themes, or these two things have made it um, less probable and really never on my priority list to bring a baby, dog, cat, chinchilla, uh, what have you, into my life. It's just not part of my, my list. Until about last year, uh, I met a friend, Alan, who was started hanging out and invited me over to his house. And he says to me, oh, good, you'll get to meet my little dog, Boca. Um, Alan, by the way, is a vegetarian, not a Florida enthusiast, if you were kind of wondering. So when he says this, you'll get to meet my little dog, Boca, I am, I am kind of gripped with fear. And I'm going, okay, great. You know, and whenever somebody says, you'll get to meet my little dog, cat, chinchilla, what have you. I am usually going, okay, let me stockpile the Kleenex in the purse because I've had allergies my entire life. So, you know, that's another reason. Pets are not high on the list for me. So I get to the door and little Boca waddles up this this 10-pound sausage. Um, And he is, he could be our mascot for the wiener hole. Um, He is a dachshund. And if you're familiar at all with the breed, um, this is actually a mini dachshund, so he he maxed out at about 10 pounds. They're a little bit smaller. Um, The dachshund breed, for those of us that don't know, um, they are the wiener dogs. They are, um, their name actually translates to badger hound in German. These guys were bred to go into the badger holes. That's why they're long and lean. And that was their whole purpose was to go in during the hunts and come out victorious with the badger. So there's something about this dog. He is not like most yippy yappy fluffy little dogs that I usually associate with what can fit in my purse. This is a small dog, yes, but he's like, he's ferocious, you know, but he's fun and he's playful. And he's also a lap dog, because as soon as I sat down to watch a movie, little Boca's right up in my lap and just, okay, I'm ready to rest now. And I'm going, okay, there's, like, I can get on board with this dog. I'm, I'm very much a case-by-case basis evaluator with babies and pets and all of the above, so I'm not on board with all of them. But this was like a dog that I'm going, okay, there's something about this dog that I like. So I decide that maybe I can throw a wrench into my fun-filled schedule and and actually make a commitment, you know, before the age of 40 uh, to getting something permanent in my life. 
And so I begin my search. Um, now, mind you, uh, a couple things. I did not just go to the shelter to pick up a dog, as a lot of people have asked me about. And the reasons are kind of what I outlined earlier. In this particular case, the breed of the dog um, was, had to be specific. So suffice it to say, I was on many listservs and, and email signups and everything known to man, and I'm not going to go into all of them here. What I'm going to mainly talk about and focus on for this story is one site in particular that I used um, that was called puppyfind.com. And if you have ever used any sort of online dating site, which, again, single most of my life, so you can bet I've used them all, um, you're basically prepared to use puppyfind.com. Very easy. You've got your database of all these cute, adorable little creatures, and you type in your criteria. Okay, I want a mini dachshund. I want a female. I want uh, pretty much I was open to the entire East Coast because I figured I would travel for the right dog. And then you kind of put together your, your bio. So I had like my spiel, you know, that I'm going to send out to these prospective breeders. Hey, I'm a professional. I'm financially secure. The dog will have her own wing of the house, and she will be like a little boardwalk baby. This dog will get so much love, you know, and I'm getting sending that out. And, of course, they have their bios as well, and surprisingly enough, they all kind of say the same thing. She's precious. She's adorable. She's wonderful temperament. They're not going to say she shits everywhere and has a taste for human flesh, you know, <laughs> but, but we know this, you know. So we kind of go in, just like online dating, cautiously optimistic. You, you know that you could get a Cujo, but you're, like, fingers crossed, hopefully not. And so the, the thing that I was really struggling with was that most of these breeders, in fact, almost all of them, wanted, in some cases, very sizable deposits before I was even going to meet the dog, so, and they were non-refundable. So we're talking, I'm supposed to come up with a few hundred dollars for my companion for the next 12 to 15 years, and I don't even get to meet the thing. I get to look at a picture and hope for the best. And I was really struggling with that. Like, that's a, that's a tough thing to buy into. Until I saw Sassy. And Sassy was a, a proud little mini. She was red and white and she was sitting atop her owner's chair, and she looked adorable, and like this jolt of electricity just goes through my body as soon as I see the picture. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's my dog. So call up the breeder. Hey, you know, have my conversation. I'm going to give this dog all the love it can have. And, and she goes, you know, I think you would be a great owner. This sounds good. And so we make the agreement. She lives in Florida, but again, I reasoned road trip, no big deal. That's fine for the right dog. And so she starts exchanging photos and sending me videos. Now, I break the cardinal rule that you're supposed to learn when you do online date, which is I put that shit all over Facebook right away. And I'm like, look at my dog. Here she's coming in a few weeks, you know, and her name's, by the way, her name is going to be Minnie Mac because I was changing the name. So Minnie Mac is on the way and everybody goes, oh, shit, that's so cute. Oh, my God. And they go apeshit and they're crazy about it. And so I'm so excited. And then... I stop hearing from the breeder. I'm sending messages as we're getting closer and closer, and I'm not hearing responses back. And I start getting a little worried because I need to get ready to go pick this dog up. Well, about two weeks go by, still haven't heard anything, and finally I employ yet another uh, talent from online dating, the Cyberstock, um, which... I know, you, you all know you've done it too. So I find the woman on Facebook and I say, you know, look, can you please just level with me? I haven't heard from you. I, I need to know what's going on with this dog. 
And she gets back to me and she says, um, oh, Harvest, I, I've decided to keep the dog. I'm just simply too attached. And it would be easier to just slink away and disappear, but that's not my style. Good luck in your search. So, um, actually, I'm going to actually uh, pause for a moment. There's a soapbox over here, and I'm just going to step on it. And just um, a little public service announcement for all of us in this room. Can we collectively, maybe as a group, kind of cut this ghosting shit out <laughs> that people are doing these days? Because, and furthermore, when you engage in a behavior for two weeks, that is your fucking style, right? <laughs> that is what you're doing. But, you know, she wasn't giving me the chance to cope with bad news. And that's what, you know, when we slink away and disappear because it's easier, we're not allowing people the emotional maturity to actually deal with bad news. So, okay, we can agree we're all going to stop that, right? Yes? Okay, soapbox, I'm back. All right, back on the story. Thank you. Um, So I was kind of heartbroken, but I decide it's probably for the best. Um, After I had gone through this lady's Facebook page, I I had seen enough of the, um, you know, phone mirror ass shots that um, I was a little worried anyways that little sassy was going to be a little slutty when she was uh, going out to the dog park. And I was like, "I, I don't need that in my life. So moving on to the next jolt of electricity, uh, little Aurelia. Little Aurelia was this pure, almost white, Dachshund, very rare for the breed, and she was gorgeous. And she was in Elizabeth City, so a lot closer. And the breeder agreed that before I fork over $400, I could go down and meet her, which made a lot more sense to me. So head down, spend a couple hours with this white lump of fur basically just perched on my chest, and she's adorable. And I I do all my research whenever I'm committing to something this big, and so I'm doing all the tests, and I'm like snapping my fingers and wagging my fingers, and little Aurelia's kind of like sitting there, and she just kind of looks up and goes, (sighs) and I'm thinking, oh, this this is cool. This is like a chill dog. You know, she'll be my perfect little beach baby. I love this. So after much, much you know, deliberation, I finally hand over the money. Um, side note and bonus, if you ever decide to buy a dog in, um, in Elizabeth City, you can also leave with a uh, mason jar of moonshine distilled on the premises because that's, that's what she and her husband do in their spare time. So that was cool. Um, so about a week later, oh, and so I do the same thing, of course, all over Facebook because now I figure there's money on it. So here's Aurelia and everybody, oh my God. So everyone's excited. There's pictures all over. I start buying everything on Amazon to get this little puppy room ready. And about a week later, the woman calls me and says, you know, hey, this is so cool. Aurelia's eyes are actually turning blue. This is going to be such a striking combination. Well, something about that clicked in my head. And I'm going, okay, I have done my research. Something doesn't jive with that. And I have a conversation with a friend. And sure enough, I go back through my, my research and I find that's what it is, is that when you have a dog that it's atypical for them to have a very white coat, and it's also very unusual to have blue eyes with that breed, what you are seeing is that the recessive gene is becoming dominant, and that very often can lead to blindness and deafness in any dog. So I'm kind of, you know, inwardly I'm panicking, outwardly I'm making jokes, and I'm telling my friends, oh, I'll just call her Helen Smeller, it's fine, you know, but... um, (laughs) No biggie. But um, I'm getting worried. And so I tell the breeder, please, 
please check and, you know, kind of test her every so often, maybe because maybe the reason why she wasn't responding to my snaps was because she couldn't fucking hear me. So we get closer. I am supposed to pick this dog up on Mother's Day. And a few days prior, I get a phone call from the breeder, and she says, you know, I didn't want to believe it, but I have taken her to the vet, and sure enough, he has confirmed that there is hearing impairment. She just hasn't been responding to me. What do you want to do? Well, she she told me I could basically take the dog for half price, or she could go home with a family that was already taking her sister and had had experience with special needs dogs before. So, I mean, it's a no-brainer. You send the animal home where they're going to be well cared for. And so, again, I sort of heartbreakingly had to release this dog. I tell my friends, like, I've learned my lesson by now. That's the good thing. I tell my friends, okay, next time you see me, like, if I have a dog, I'll just have a dog. And that's it. Like, no more pictures, no more buildup, no more nothing. So... I very covertly put money on this little lump of fur that looks cute because I decide I'm going to play the game. It's a $50 deposit, so worst case scenario, if I hate the dog, I'm only out $50. And I go ahead and put money down uh, at this kennel that's kind of outside the hills of, of Asheville, North Carolina. And I wait, and I do start getting some pictures back, and the dog looks cute. And I'm going, okay, you know, not quite maybe that jolt of electricity, but, but something there. And okay. And so I get closer. I talk to my friend, Michelle. We're going to arrange a road trip down there to pick up this dog. And about four days before, um, I get a call from the breeder. And she leaves a message. Harvest, we've run into a snag with your dog. Give me a call back. Okay, what else is new, right? So call her up. Yes, what's the snag? Oh, well, your dog's mom rolled over on her in the middle of the night and killed her. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) so... (laughs) Folks, let's just, I want to use my soapbox again almost to talk about word choice, right? It's not a snag when we're talking death, dismemberment, suffocation by mother. Um, That's more than a snag. So I'm going, okay, fuck, you know, all right, what else is going to happen here? And now I'm actually afraid for the animals because it's like harvest black hand of death. All I have to do is I see the picture, I name it, and something is coming for these little four-legged creatures. So I'm about to just, like, scrap the whole idea. And she said, she feels terrible. She says to me, look, you were going to come down anyways. We have this other litter that was born just a couple days later. Would you want to come down and meet them? You'll get first pick. I've got two girls in the litter. They're wonderful. Come on down. (sighs) Fine. All right, you know. So Michelle and I make the long trek down. Um... Uh, no moonshine in the hills of Asheville, but I will say we did see a cool police standoff with a guy in a field wearing a wolf mask and no top on. So that was, that's another thing you, you get on the ride down to Asheville. Um, so we get into the kennels, and then we go to the little room, and there's these two adorable little lumps of fur running around. And one is very red, and she's got little white boots and paws, and she's very cute. And the other one's kind of blonde, almost all fawn-looking. They both have these white stripes down their noses. Beautiful girls. And we're playing with both of them. And quite honestly, I can't decide. Um, It was very helpful for me to have a friend with me, because Michelle makes the comment, you know, we're we're doing like a hell of a lot of snapping to make sure that, that this dog is responding. And both of them are. But the one kept, like little boots kept going like, oh, yeah, I see you. But the little fawn one, every time that we snapped our fingers, she would stop and she'd look at you dead in the eyes. 
And Michelle goes, you know, there's something about this one that I think it's going to be easy to train, and she seems to actually be engaged, and she's like, she's looking at you, she sees you. And I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of getting that vibe too. And every time her little eyes look at me, like there's a little electricity building, and I'm feeling it, like I could take this dog home. And, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm debating, and the women say, they throw another wrench in there, and they say, by the way, these girls were weaned from their mom. They're a little young, but they were weaned the other day, so you could take one home tonight if you decide to. Shit, I, I kind of was not ready for all that. They, you know, if you, if you don't want to drive back down in a couple weeks, and I do want to see more police standoffs, but kind of like, eh, it's all right. So I talked to Michelle, and she very logically says to me, look, over the ne- if you leave tonight, over the next two weeks, are you going to be panicked that something is going to happen to your dog? And I said, absolutely. I'm, I'm fairly certain that as soon as I walk away, she's going to run out in the field and an eagle is going to come down, swoop up, and grab her because that's, what, <laughs> that's my luck. So she says, then I think we have to take her home. So we take this little 2.2-pound bundle of fur home with us. And it has been five weeks and um, I'm sad to have to report a snag to you. Um, no, I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. I think, no, I think actually, like, I know Brendan's dark, but I think even he has a limit of how many dead puppies are in, like, each story at Push. So um, only one. I've hit my quota. No, five weeks later, and little Kira... She was named after the Dark Crystal um, Gelfling character, if anyone grew up with the Dark Crystal. Little Kira. Um, the snag is that little Kira occupies about 95% of my conversations in the last five weeks. Um, little Kira is all over my Facebook. <laughs> um, the other day, there was a, a service dog in training that frequents our store to, to be trained, and um, I watched the trainer kind of going in and, like, pushing him down and going, sit, sit, you know, and having to push his little butt down. As soon as he walked away, I went over to my coworker. I said, Kira got that in two days. You know, the snag is that I have become the cliché. I am the puddle of mush <laughs> every time her little eyes look into mine. Every time she bites me, and I do have scratch marks all over, I am still madly in love with this dog. Um, I hope all is not lost. I, I don't want to end on a, on a sad note. I think I still have maintained my dignity enough to tell you I am still a case-by-case basis evaluator, but um, I wanted to propose to all of you that since we are, we are nearing intermission, you may feel free to come back and test this theory. Show me pictures of your dog, cat, chinchilla, baby, you know, and, and we'll see how it goes. Um, you know, the, the only thing I want to warn everyone is that if they are cuter than Kira, Harvest Black Hand of Death is still at work. So, no. Um, so, thank you guys so much. And um, come look at my, my dog when you get a chance. <laughs> thank you. If you'd like to tell a story like this one, or just enjoy the show, visit tellmemorelive.org. That's tellmemorelive.org, where you'll find a list of upcoming shows, plenty of ways to pitch your story, and our podcast featuring storytellers from previous shows. Until next time, thanks for listening to Tell Me More Live.